never been able to do that. The hand farts? Hand farts. Hand farts or the armpit farts either. I can't do the armpit ones. I can do the I, hand ones. I used to be able to uh, do the one, like, I could do it um, between my knee or uh, the back of my knees. Mm, mm, do that one. But yeah. That classic 90s with your arm just doing the that shit. I mean, it's classic. Gets it a laugh every time. I used to know somebody who would like dry heave when they saw people doing that. <laughs> they found it so gross. It ain't that fucking funny. No. No, oh, I mean, dry like, heave. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Really? Okay, yeah, come yeah. on. Grow the fuck up. I know, right? Jesus. Come on. God. They probably died. It's fine. Yeah, they probably died. They didn't make it. Well, yeah, people Not aren't strong enough. It. We're 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 evolving to just be not strong enough. Like yeah. you said, that's that's where our evolution is going. We're yeah. just getting just weaker getting and weaker. Yeah, we're gonna we're just, just gonna end up as the uh, the people from uh, what was it? Uh, Wally. Wally. Yeah. Yeah. We're just gonna be gelatinous. Not, really too late. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey man, I went to the gym the other day. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That one time. I get a feeling you have more to say about that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> But let's get to these beers first. Tonight's brew is from the Wicked Weed Brewing Company. It is the Pernicious IPA. It is a whopping 7.4 ABV. I actually didn't know what pernicious was. Mm, the I definition looked, of pernicious? I, I, I did look up the definition. Mm-hmm. Do you know what pernicious means? Tell me, please. Webster's Dictionary says... Having a harmful effect, especially in a gradual or subtle way. Oh. The pernicious influences of the mass media is an example mm, of so pernicious. Being slowly poisoned. Yes. That's not a good name for a beer. No, it's not. It kind of makes you worried about it when you think about it. <laughs> a little bit. Don't know why they would call it that. And then the, the label has like this, it's like a tick or like a spider or something. I don't really know what that bug is. Uh, it's pro- it looks like a big spider, like a black widow, mm-hmm. um, playing what looks like a vuvuzela. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on on the can. Actually, they've got their cute little their cute little read on the label. So let's let's do this. Okay. Ready? First t- first time read. Let's mm-hmm. go. Pernicious implies influence that is harmful in a way not easily noticed. Hey, that's what you said. Could have just fucking read that. That's <laughs> true. Out what it meant. This beer is harmful, not because of overwhelming hot bitterness, but for its balanced brightness, which insidiously ruins your expectations for all other IPAs. This hop delivery vehicle is crafted to enjoy fresh and often, and because of its drinkability and clean finish, you'll never lo- ah, you'll never look at IPAs the same way again. The harm is done. Mm. I get it. Yeah, it's a stretch. It is a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> This is yeah. so bad because it's so good. Well, let's see if their boasts were correct, my friend. Mm. Let's have a good time tonight. This is the One Beer and Podcast. Uh, yeah. Now you failed to introduce us, Marco. I do it after. 
Uh, Remember? No, I don't. Clearly. <laughs> you listen to this show? Uh, I hope somebody does. Uh, <laughs> That's right. The One Baron Podcast. Uh-huh. The podcast where two brews crack open run brew. Crack open one brew. Okay, you got it? And see where that one brew takes us. Mm. My name is Marco Dupa. For my illustrious and powerful co-host, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? This is episode 211. Thank you guys for joining us. We are so happy you're here and listening and enjoying this with us. And for the people who rated us on iTunes, we thank you and yes. hope yes. that you are consistent listeners to the podcast. Because it really did my it really felt good to see nice. five stars yeah. on there. That Had was a couple, nice. A couple five star guys in couple there. A couple five stars in there. Keep them coming, people. And we didn't we didn't do that. I know it it's was, pretty it fucking <laughs> convenient. It's like two votes uh, or, or yeah, two ratings, but it wasn't us. Okay. Was, we swear. Okay. Yeah. We definitely would not um I haven't even You're making it sound worse. You're I, making it sound I, worse. No, but honestly, I, I haven't even like the the stuff that I have on YouTube and shit, like mm. I didn't go in there and upvote any of them because right. I felt like it's dirty. wrong it's wrong yeah you yeah don't, you don't put a cheap. vote for yourself yeah. yeah and i make sure that i know this is, sounds like bullshit to you guys but i this is the god's honest truth like, uh-huh. i make sure that i'm signed in on the profiles that uploaded the music okay. so that anytime i go to the page it doesn't count as a view ah okay because like you know it'll pick yeah, up just, on the fact that i'm signed right. in, so it won't count it's as bad, my view bad form yeah it's just bad form i mean even if nobody will ever know it just makes me feel, you know yeah you know, I know. That's yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, That'll make you feel weird. Right. Anyway, for, so I was going to say uh, before we started this podcast, uh, we've had this beer before uh, just in our downtime because mm-hmm. right? I, I saw Wicked Weed and I realized uh, I think it was about two years ago. I yeah. was over in North Carolina Yes. Uh, myself and I visited them actually before they got bought out by InBev. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Um, we was in it before that, son. Yeah. So because of that buyout, we're getting it here in Florida now, which, you know, is good, good and bad. Right. So uh, I think we there's a possibility we've had this on the podcast before, but that was before the purchase, if it happened. Because I brought back, I think it was three bottles yeah. of their mainline beers. Yeah. So this may have been one of them, but I think this is a fresh review because we're having it canned after the buyout. A lot yeah. of people are concerned that the quality of beer is going to go down after a buyout like that. Right. Uh, so, you know, we'll call this, we'll call this pernicious 2019 if we have to. Right. If, if, if it comes to pass that we did do it before, I think that that's substantial enough that, yeah, right. I mean, it, it warrants trying it mm-hmm. again. Just to be on the up and up for people who are following along. Yeah. One thing about it is like, I've always wanted to go back and do some of the, you know, like the, the first like Our 10 to 15 reviews. ones. Yeah. You know, yeah. when the, when we were. You know, little babes, yeah, babes in the woods, babes in the woods, exactly. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what we were doing, what we were drinking. You know, now that our our palates are more refined, we barely knew how to talk, right? Yeah. Now it's like we're all grown up. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go back and like I know some of the first beers. I think the first episode is like a Kona. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it has to be. A, if not the first one of the first for sure. Yeah, I think that you can only find that one on YouTube now. Yeah. Yeah. So if people are interested, find our YouTube page. We have uh, our archive there, basically. Right. Yeah, and reviews. if it, you know, it definitely if it if it if it if there's the demand at some point, it's very. I mean, we could we could put the yeah, we could stuff get the audio there. up there. Yeah. But uh, we put the work in if it was worth it. But I, I'm not going back for <laughs> all that shit, guys. I have to tell you, they're pretty bad. Yeah, 
Uh, but it, it's kind of cool if you guys want to see our faces. Uh, yeah. We have a few videos on there. So Yeah. We'll get that back. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get back. back to there. We'll get back. We'll get back. We will go back to there. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. how's it going, man? Uh, not too bad. You know, I've been uh, back to the gym a little bit, feeling a little more energy. Yeah. Feeling less like a big sack of shit. Yeah. Which is nice. Still look like one, but... I know. I feel it. Yeah. But, you know, there's just a little... It's a slightly more uh, uh, carved sack of shit. You know? More <laughs> yeah. definition to that just sack. Slight less shit. Right. Just a little less. Yeah. A little less. It's, like it's a just nice. Taken out of the top of the bag. It's like a, you know, an RPG you got to grind in for a while. Yeah. You got a couple points, you know, you're, yeah. you're feeling good. Yeah. A little, little couple of XP. Yeah. You get one of those. A little gill. Something. And you're like, ah, for my Final Fantasy good. geeks. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, a little, little, little touch, a little hint. Yeah. You know, a little hint. Hopefully, I can uh, keep that ball rolling and yeah. level up a little right. bit. You got to keep that momentum going. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's it's hard to move this big of a frame. Mm-hmm. So it's all about momentum, though. Yeah, keep that body rolling. Yeah, we'll keep we'll keep it moving. Rolling, rolling, hopefully, rolling, but I have rolling. noticed actually, the more I've been working out, the more I've been stretching, the more I've been focused on my like physical health. I've been feeling better. Yeah, you know, because I I have chronic back pain uh, and. That's something that kind of comes and goes and waves for me. Yeah. Uh, but since I've been back to the gym, like, it's not been easy. I'm sore, but sore in a good way. Yeah. You know, not just feeling, like, sick. You know, people will say, like, duh, of course, you go to the gym, you feel better. Yeah. But it's only when you put it into practice. I think you first need to get to a point where, you know, well, you don't need to get to a point where you're in a bad way. But if you do, it mm-hmm. gives you a better perspective. Well, it helps, it, it, for sure. But it's hard to get out of that rut, you know? No, I'm just saying for people who, like, think that, yeah, somebody who would listen to that and say, well, yeah, duh, you mm-hmm. work out, you feel better, that's right. what happens. It's like, yeah, that seems like an obvious statement, but if you've always just felt okay, mm-hmm. if you've always been, like, content to good, right. you don't know what it feels like to be... Better. In a shitty way, and yeah, well, it feel better. Yeah, yeah. Because if 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 somebody's worst is your norm, you have no perspective on that, right? So it, it takes it takes that and doing something about that to have that perspective to say, oh, this does feel better. Yeah. As opposed, to if I were you know normal athletic dude and worked out pretty frequently, uh, if I got to that now, I'd feel awesome. Yeah. But if I was there already and still was like, I could, you know, I could trim the the gut out a little more. I could get more definition or whatever and still not be happy about it. Totally different feeling. Mm-hmm. You exactly. Know? It's more like perfecting something as opposed to like just feeling okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to get a track on how often we talk about needing to lose weight mm-hmm. on a podcast where we just guzzle beer. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not good. Well, we, I mean, listen, we do it for you, folks. Yeah. We do it for you. Yeah. I'll drink myself into an early grave for you. For the hits. For the hits. We need it. Yeah. Thank you. Anytime you see one of those stupid articles about like, you know, you eat X amount of bacon and it shaves this amount of time off your life. It's like, well, yeah, man, take it off my life. <laughs> you know, just shave it off. I need bacon sometimes. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, if I'm gonna, am I, I'm gonna just not eat bacon so that I can live another ten years? No. Ugh, ugh, is that, that living? Sounds awful. Yeah, exactly. I don't think so. What is the point of that? I don't know. You know, you drink X amount of beers and you're shaving off, you know, ten, fifteen years of your life. Well, 
Who wants those at the end anyway? <laughs> right. You can take my 90s. It's fine. Yeah, take them. Take, yeah. take that whole decade. Yep. Take it. I don't want it. I'm mm-hmm. good. You know? But right here, right now. Right mm-hmm. here. Right, right now. now. I'd like to get in better shape for sure. Yeah. I, it's just a, you know, it's a thing for me at least just to feel better about me. You yeah. know? Just to, because, I mean, this probably isn't a healthy way to think about it, but a lot of times, like I'm, I'm tubby. I know it. Tubs. I'm tubs. That's fine. I'm a thick boy. Um, but I, I remember when I wasn't as big as I am now. I remember when I was a little bit bigger than I am now. Yeah. So I have a bit more perspective on like how I feel physically when I'm thinner versus heavier. Mm. So having that experience, I feel like I'm able to zone in on what feels good for me. Mm. So I want to get back to where I feel comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times unhealthily, I will think about myself as being gross right now, Mm. which I know is not a good thing, but it also motivates me in a way to like, you got to go at the gym, man. Like, come on, look at you. Stop it. Go, go. Or if I'm like on the way home and I'm like, man, I could really go for some five guys. And I go, look at these moves. (laughs) <laughs> Look at the jiggle. Yeah, but the five guys. Don't. That's so good. I'm not saying I will never have five guys again. I will probably have, have five, a bacon burger. I have five guys tomorrow. Yeah, probably. Um, but <laughs> I'm gonna go to the gym tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go back too. Yeah. But my point is, like, even those negative thoughts, I feel help push me to positive results. Mm-hmm. Now, it it's only bad if I feel that way and obsess over it, I guess, and feel bad forever. Regardless, yeah, you know, yeah, and I feel like I kind of did have that when I was thinner. You obsessed about it. I obsessed about it, yeah, and I, I never felt good enough. I never mm-hmm. felt like I was thin enough. I never felt like I was built enough. And even like I, you know, I I did that. I do that thing that people do. I look back to pictures ten years ago, and I'm like, man, you look great. <laughs> but at the time, I didn't feel that way. Yeah, you know, I felt like I was still tubby and like out of shape and kind of gross. If I look back, I'm like, I would kill to look like that again. Yeah. You know? And I know it'll take a lot of work for me to get back to that point or even close to it. But, you know, that is that is motivation for me to at least try to to get the ball rolling on yeah. that. Because I've let myself go. You know, it's just the way it goes. Is you, you get older, it gets harder to do. And, you know, no excuses, but my back pain has really stopped me from doing a lot more than I would normally have done mm. as I did back then to lose a lot of weight. But... You know, even even doing anything is in the positive. Yeah, you know? definitely. You kind of have to look at it that way. It's like even if you just walk around the block for 15 minutes, bare minimum. Yeah. It's something. It's something. It's not sitting on the couch eating potato chips, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm trying to look at it in that way, trying to get back in that mind state of anything is positive. Yeah. Do I mean, anything. Anything. Anything other than doing nothing is a net positive for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, motivation's an interesting thing. Like what what gets people out of bed in the morning, you know? And not not only that, but what gets them to go to the fucking gym and spend an hour and a half, two hours there. It's funny. Because like being upset at myself is not as good a motivator for me personally Uh as it is just going... Well, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Let's do something about right. it. Right. We got a goal. Let's do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've spent the time 
you know, looking at myself going, ah, Jesus, come on, man. What have you done? You right. know, like, look and, at you. And then <laughs> get yourself in the mirror like, ugh, ugh. ugh. I didn't used to have that before. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that just, I, for me personally, that just does, it's not, it's not as good a motivator as acceptance is, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and honestly, that's probably a more uh, healthy and positive motivator. Yeah, but you don't do healthy and positive when it no. comes to mental and when it comes to, you know. <laughs> Who uh, has the time? Self-image. Who has the time? Self-talk and things no. like that. No, 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 no. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. Oh no, 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 absolutely. Much not. easier to be super fucking negative to yourself. Yeah, swallowing it. Yeah. Get how's it. that feel? It's like um swimming in a pool of how's tar. That, how's that been working for you? It's great. It's great. <laughs> We're doing pool great. Of tar. Everything's great. Yeah. We're doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's. This this podcast isn't making us alcoholics. No. Mm. No. Nah. No. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. Might have to change the theme. <laughs> no, but it's the one it's, kombucha in podcast. <laughs> the one green tea in podcast. Uh, Let's agree to never get that boring. Yeah, if we get to that point, it's like, well, we're Quit. just going to fucking Let's, stop. We got to reboot at that point. Yeah, we stop it. Totally stop different. it. We got to do like live broadcasts at yoga classes. Hot <laughs> yoga, though. Hot yoga, yeah. yeah. Make it a little extreme. Yeah, and lock us in. All of our equipment gets all fucked up. Yeah, we have one hour in that steam room and just doing different poses as we talk. Yeah. We'll have to get headset mics. Oh, that actually would be kind of like, it would be awful to listen to. Yeah. It would be kind of fun to do. Yeah, yeah. Challenge. Yeah. Can you imagine listening? Just like heavy labored breathing. (laughs) (laughs) ASMR. Yeah. Uh, We could do it like uh, hot ones and just do like uh, progressively harder uh, poses and stuff, you know? When's the last time you did yoga? Fucking ever? You've never done yoga? Not not in a class. Oh, you I've done do off it. a DVD. No, 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 no. You got to do. The I class. want listen. I, I, I literally, I, I saw one of my friends uh, post an IG video of her at yoga class. I was about to message her saying, "What's a good yoga beginner class?" Because I want to do it, dude. I, I, I already, I already did that. Okay. I already did that, and I have a list of them. Well, let's do some fucking yoga. Let's man. do some yoga. Let's go do a fucking yoga class. Okay. Namaste. That's good uh, podcast content. I'm yeah, about man. it. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. I'm right. in. Count well, me in. In the pursuit of getting healthier, mm-hmm. I finally signed up for a gym gym. Not like, you know, a kickboxing gym or a jujitsu gym or a CrossFit gym, but the actual gym gym. Gym gym. The gym gym. Mm-hmm. I signed up at LA, LA Fitness. LA Fitness. They're everywhere. Yeah. And A very big gym gym. Uh... Got a call the other day from somebody who works there, a personal trainer, and uh, you know they're trying to sell me on personal training. Mm-hmm. And I told you a bit of this story, but this is like the whole story. Okay. So they call me up. The girl calls me up. Hey, how's it going? Uh, what's up? Because I didn't. I I saw the number was a local. It was an Oviedo number, so right. I picked it up thinking it was like the, my doctor's office or something. Because mm-hmm. I don't save those numbers. <laughs> so I'm like, hello. <laughs> And she's like, is this Marco? And I'm like, yeah. Who's this? Actually, I don't say. I never say yeah. I say, man, who's calling first. I right, always right. say that. Well, I'm, you know better I, than to say yes yeah, on anything. I don't identify a... myself until they identify themselves. Well, also, too, they can record you saying yes and make you agree exactly, to anything. Exactly. Yeah. So I never say yes. 
whenever they call, and I don't know who it is, I say, Max, who's calling first? Right. And they're like, this is Gabby with uh, LA Fitness. I want to blah, blah, blah. I'm a personal trainer. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. And she starts asking me all these questions mm-hmm. about, you know, basically getting to the nitty gritty of who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And I felt it was so uncomfortable <laughs> It's physically targeted. Well, it was just like this weird thing that it, it seemed like she didn't seem to understand the level that she was getting to with mm-hmm. these questions. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this wasn't like, you know, what are your health goals? Mm-hmm. You know, how often do you go out uh, and have a drink or two? Blah, blah, blah. These were questions. These were existential questions she was asking <laughs> me. And I don't think she... Even when I met her, when I went up there and talked to her, mm-hmm. it didn't seem to me that she understood like how deep these questions were. Right. Like she was asking me, um, like, how long's it been since you worked out? Why do you think you stopped? What's the motivation? Like mm-hmm. she asked me, like, what 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 was the date that you actually stopped working out? Why do you think you stopped working out? Like what why do you want to get in shape? And I'm like, well, you know, to, to be healthier, but she's like but why though? But why? And it's like, what are you doing? What are we doing here? Are you a personal trainer or are you like a guru? Why? Mm-hmm. I, I even I even told her I was are you like, a psychiatrist. Are you? What's I, I said happening? that to her. I'm like, are you a fucking psychiatrist or something? Like, what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. At one point, so we go through the questions on the phone, and I, you know, I, I don't take anything seriously, so I'm fucking with her. I'm not giving mm-hmm. her straight answers. And at one point. You know, she's like, well, uh, I, she's like, why do you want to lose weight? And I'm like, because I'm fat. And she's like, well, how did you get fat? And I'm like, I mean, I said, well, how long do you have? Like, how long mm-hmm. do you have on the phone? I can tell you my life story if you want to hear it. And she's like, well, you can come in and you can tell me your life story. You can tell me everything that you want to tell me. And I'm like, bitch, I don't want to tell you anything. You <laughs> called me. I don't want to do this. You can come in with your fat ass (laughs) you can sit your fat ass down Mm -hmm. and you can talk all you want because i know that's what you're good at it's just fucking Mm -hmm. this just yapping Mm -hmm. just mouth opening and closing yep so i go mostly around a sandwich she uh we set up we set up the thing because i'm interested i'm interested in the personal training i'm interested in knowing the the metrics of like how fat i actually am right um which i have just enough pride that i'm not gonna Sure. Say, like how fat I actually am. Uh-huh. 247 pounds. Okay. That's bad. But yeah. you know what's even worse? Uh-huh. 30% body fat. Mm. That's pretty bad. I'm in pretty bad shape. Okay. So Yeah, we can make some good bacon out of you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot. I'm 70%. What do you think? Like there's organs, muscle, skin. water, skin. Well, that skin's an organ, technically. Yeah, I, get te- I mean, get out of my face with that. You know, I got two medical professionals' parents. All right. We're going yeah, to get, get technical it's about fine. it. Hair. It's an organ. Hair. <laughs> it's not just that a, much hair. It's a clump of hair. <laughs> I'd say. Like an ounce. Well, I, uh, they say you're, what, 60% water? Is it that much? Yeah, you're. Okay. I mean, you're a lot, but it's not. It's not like you know. You're not ninety percent water. I think you're like sixty percent water. Yeah. So I'm only like ten percent something else. Bones. Not a lot of muscle. <laughs> it's all bone. There's no <laughs> muscle at all. Just thirty percent body fat. And bones. Fat. I don't even know if that's how you do body fat percentage. Old fat and bones. It's not like you're a hundred percent and then you subtract thirty and no, like that's fat. That's not how it works. But anyway, so it's not great, um, and I'm working on it. So don't. You know, call me or text me and say that's bad. I know it's bad. 
Don't mail in. Yeah, I don't need to hear it. It's bad. I'm working on it. So we do the metrics and everything. And at one point, she's like, when was the last time that you or, or when did when did you stop working out consistently? And I was honest with her. I told her I was I was, I was being completely honest with her, which, you know, on the one hand, you're not my fucking doctor. I don't right. have to be honest yeah, with no. you about these questions. No. But on the other hand, it's like, well, what's the point in lying? Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, you don't have to be honest with your doctor. No, you don't. Yeah. It's not. A, but it, what's the point in lying? It's not a to your cop. Doctor? You know. I mean, if you're trying to feel better, what's the point in lying? There's, there's no point. I'd lie to the cops though. Cause fuck <laughs> but okay. Uh, <laughs> um. So. So we do the, all of that. She she asked me when's the last time that you worked out consistently. And to be completely honest, it was probably like a, like consistently working out mm. was probably like right after college. Yeah, like. I'd say like two or three years after college was the last time that like it was a consistent like I was playing basketball, uh-huh. I was lifting weights, I was doing everything. Yeah. So twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, like basically like I don't know, eight years ago, nine, seven years ago. Yeah, it's probably like that. It's probably like seven eight for or you. Seven years ago. It's probably like seven because I we uh, let's see, out of college I graduated. I wait out of college. Well, you graduated oh seven. I graduated oh seven. Yeah, oh seven from high school. So Ten years. Yeah. So yeah, about eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember. Yeah, I remember two years ago they had our our uh, anniversary or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been a while since I've consistently worked out. So then she works out like how many days that is, and she shows me on the calculator, and mm. it's a lot of days, obviously. Yeah, obviously. That's that's I, there listen, to all this, fucking freak you out. All, all, yeah, I was gonna say all this is meant to shock you. Mm-hmm. Shock you into a moment of clarity that you're like, I need to be fit. Yeah. And See, give you all of my money. And and that's the thing about what she was trying to do and what um, the guy who's trying to sell me the car was trying to do. It's the same thing. Uh-huh. They're both used car salesmen. Right. Him literally and her figuratively. <laughs> yes. Like, it's not, you're not in the best interest of me. You're trying to scare me into doing what you want me to do. The problem is, I'm not that kind of person. Like, right. there's no stat that you're gonna shock me with. Well, yeah, well, you just explained it yourself. You're not motivated by shame. Right. Yeah. So you're not gonna. I mean, you could tell me that like tomorrow, if I don't start working out, I'm gonna die, and it'll mm-hmm. be like, all right. all right, I guess I'll do some sit-ups. Like, it's not gonna <laughs> get me to like fucking roll out of bed and right. run to the gym. You're not gonna shock me or scare me mm-hmm. or shame me yep. into doing this. It has to come from and and people are some people are built like that. It mm-hmm. has to come from within and it has to come from this place of like what what else are you going to do? Are you just going to is it just going to get worse? Right. Are you going to accept that this is who you are or are you going to make the necessary changes? Yeah, and you know, I feel like that's how most people work is like at the end of the day, uh, you say it about alcoholics, like you're not going to change, or, or drug addicts, you're not going to change unless you want to. Right. So I mean, you, you can throw somebody in rehab, they're going to pop right out and do the same thing again unless exactly. they want to change. Right. You can't, you can't scare an alcoholic or somebody who smokes a lot. You can't scare them with stats. So like, yeah, you know, obviously I don't have the metrics on the truth campaign, mm-hmm. for instance, and it probably helps. Especially yeah. younger people, yeah. Well, they see and, that. and especially them out. Especially people who don't haven't started yet. Yeah, you know, they yeah, see definitely. those stats and they go, "I will never smoke." Right. But you somebody know? who has resigned themselves to being an alcoholic or a smoker mm-hmm. or somebody like that, it's like, dog, there's no f- weird imagery or, 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 or it's, number. It, it's very short term. 
they see that they're shocked. They'll go, Oh, I'm going to change my ways yeah. and go a month and then go, I really need to drink again. Right. Right. I really need to smoke again. Right. And right back to square one because right. they haven't, they haven't had that decision in their mind to say, I want to change my life. Exactly. And it, and it only comes after that when you decide right. like, all right, it's time for a change. It's right. not something where you're like, I'm afraid or something like it mm-hmm. has to come from. No, I mean, it is what it is right now. It's, I don't care how long it takes. I'm right. going to take those steps. Right. And I mean, even, even then, even when you come to that decision, people relapse all the time, all the time, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. Like you just have to, you have to want it. Yeah. You have to consistently want it. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I know myself well enough to know that I'm a very fickle and inconsistent person. Right. Yeah. So uh, even if I do want it, which I do, I can't say for sure that like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go every single day. Yeah. But you know, I'm gonna try. That's all. Right. I'm right. Right. Just fucking try. Well, like we were just saying, anything's better than nothing. Right. So let's say you don't go to the gym, gym. The gym, gym. You know, maybe you uh, take a walk around the block, yeah. or you go on the treadmill we have in the house, yeah. Or I don't know, you do some squats in the house, whatever, anything, something, anything at all, something. You know. So she she flips this calculator around, shows me how many days, um, seven days th- that I haven't been working out consistently, and it's like thousands and thousands <laughs> of days. It's like a long fucking time. Yeah, it's like lifetimes right. between the <laughs> between the it's last a time CBS I worked out. CVS receipt long. Yes. And uh, she's like, she literally said, I mean, how did you get out of bed in the morning? And I was like, I was shocked. Ma'am? I was shocked at her lack of decorum and her lack of, like, understanding right. of, like, do you, Awareness. Do you understand, like, the, the, the weight of that question? Uh-huh. That's not just working out. That's literally, like, how did you roll up? How mm-hmm. did you not shoot yourself in the face because you're so fat hey uh so what happens when we die <laughs> right i mean that might as well been our next question <laughs> so i literally said to her i'm like do you mean how did i not kill myself and she's like whoa 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 i didn't say that i'm like kind of feels like that's what you said though <laughs> she's like no 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 i didn't i didn't mean it like that i'm like okay well i'm expecting a discount now <laughs> i mean i told her i was just busting her balls but at the same time Oh, it yeah. was, you it was say kind that, of fucked up. You say that to the wrong person, and they're gonna freak yes, out. Yes, exactly. And and you know, I didn't know her well enough to tell her like, "Hey, you By might want to change your approach." Yeah, because I have a sense of humor about this. Because mm-hmm. it's I have a very gallows sense of humor. Right. I love that dark shit. So like, you saying that to me makes me laugh. Telling it on this fucking podcast, I love it. Right. But the next person, not maybe not take so that much. Yeah, maybe not yeah. so much. So, uh, you know, whatever. What. Uh, we get past it. We start actually working out. Dude. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't even do that much. But having somebody there. Mm-hmm. To make sure you did it. Yeah. Yeah. And then doing like I did the fucking rope things that you see in the yeah. commercials and yeah. shit. I've never done those before. Really? Even in CrossFit, I'd never oh, yeah. done them. Those are fun. Yeah. So you're just fucking, you're just fucking swinging those ropes mm-hmm. and like, you know, whatever. Um, push-ups, sit-ups, fucking lunges, uh, kettlebell um, I don't know what you would call it. Like kettlebell raises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kettlebell raise. Little shit, simple shit. Yeah. That I was like, I was, dude, I, I'm still sore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in pain because, you know, I'm, I'm out of shape. Right. But it was, it was a bitch, man. It was a bitch and a half. Mm-hmm. It was a bitch and a half. 
Oh, so uh, I didn't sign up for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you just got to be, you got to be smarter about these things. And like I was saying earlier, like she was only trying to, they're all, all they want to do is sell you on some shit. They're not concerned mm-hmm. with you or getting healthy. Like mm-hmm. obviously once you become a client. Right. It's not, it's not their first priority when they're trying to sign you up. Once you're, once you're committed to it, sure. They'll yeah. take an invested interest in and uh you know you as a person right but before then you're just a potential client yeah so and and by the way i don't blame them for that no of course not it's that's a how business they make money model, exactly they yeah. have to do that now 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 she should do a better job of hiding that a little bit yeah you she know? definitely did putting hide on that. the show making you feel special that right. kind of stuff you definitely know? You didn't need a little it. bit of that that's that's uh, salesmanship yeah my, uh, my favorite thing that salespeople do is they they try to guilt you out of spending money on other shit in your life and spending it on this <laughs> yeah. thing. Like if you just didn't drink this many beers or if you just didn't go out, you'd be able to afford this. That's like five less coffees in the morning. Yeah. Can you do hey, that? Dude, ex- oh God. It's like if you if you just didn't drink, you know, Starbucks, mm-hmm. you'd be able to afford this easily. That's what the fucking guy at, at the car at the car yeah, place said. Of course. Of course. And, and that's the same shit that she said. Like if you you know, if you just instead of drinking beer or going out, you just shift it over to this, you can afford it. And it's like, first of all, fine, you're right. <laughs> Second of all, dude, don't I'm not fucking changing my entire life for based you. around personal training right. or whatever other thing. Yeah. Like that shit is the shit that I want to do. That's the mm-hmm. shit that I've been doing. Yeah. If I cut down on that shit, that's um that's money I've saved. Well, that's, that's not the- money I'm gonna reallocate. Yeah to this thing well that's her problem right there is like she needs to convince you that this is what you want more mm-hmm. than that other stuff before she tries to get you to to, to sacrifice that yeah because why would you you enjoy the things right. you're doing right i don't enjoy this shit and you have not convinced me to give those things up <laughs> ma'am i'm in pain yeah that's why i drink <laughs> <laughs> you're not helping you are not helping have you heard of the one beer and podcast seriously it's a good time. 211 po- uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. We're deep, son. We're deep. Very deep. So, yeah, I, uh, it just, you know, it, it, part of it was her sales technique and part of it was just, you know, I just don't want to spend the extra money right now. It's a lot of money. Like, right. so, no matter so, how much she spun it, like, the shit was not yeah, cheap. Yeah. So, so now you just have a membership to LA Fitness, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just with the membership to LA Fitness. Okay. Was well, the other thing is like the money that she wanted for personal training is the kind of, like if when I get to a point where like that's not something that like I I think twice about I want to allocate that money to like you know cool shit like I want to do I want to get back into jujitsu mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I want to do shit like and I, I mean that's what I told her like I'm I told her straight up I'm here to get in shape so that I'm not dying at jujitsu right so that's do, why I'm here so I can do the real things I want to do yeah I don't want to go to the gym I hate the gym. Yeah. I hate public gyms with a passion. Yeah, I don't like it. I hate the environment. It's not that it's like a negative environment. It just does. It's not conducive to. I want to do shit. I want to do fun shit, cool mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I want to play basketball, right, right. jujitsu, football. You don't want to be stuck on a treadmill for. Yeah, I don't want to do hour. that. I don't want to just sit there and lift weights. Even when I have like friends with me, I don't like that shit. Yeah. And the reason I signed up for LA Fitness was literally because of the basketball court mm-hmm. and the and the sauna. That's it. Yeah. Because every other gym has the same shit. Yeah, mostly. It's all the same fucking yeah. equipment. For that, you just do plant fitness like I do. Yeah. Super so. cheap. 
Whatever. We'll see. This is another in the long line of sagas that I've presented <laughs> to this show. Yes. Let's see how long I stick with this thing. Mm. So, Good I luck. don't know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll catch up with you later. <laughs> we'll 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 get back to this. Yeah. We'll definitely get back to this. Um, so a couple of things, a couple of things that we that we definitely need to get to on this show. Right. You know, we've been here for about half an hour already. Right. We definitely still need to get to a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Number one. Uh huh. We were informed by friend of the show and loyal podcast listener Vanessa. Right. We fucked up. We definitely fucked up, Vanessa. We're so sorry. Last week, we did uh, a short version of Trailer Trash that was literally dedicated to... Trailer Trash! I have to say it every time. You have to. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Literally just dedicated to Hobbs Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. That was it. It Mm -hmm. It was just there for that. And we were thinking about the other movies that had come out, and we didn't really focus too hard on it. Well, we yeah, thinking, yeah. Well, you, we you literally, you literally said, "Is there anything else we missed?" Yes. And I, I a dumbass, said, "No, not, nothing, not, nothing, nothing else, nothing, out there. nothing at all, nothing, nothing." Well, ladies and gentlemen, you probably know as well as we do <laughs> that there definitely was something else that came out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it was the Star Wars trailer. Star <laughs> a little Wars. indie film One called of, the, the Star the Wars. Small film called Star Wars, mm-hmm. Episode Nine. Right. The teaser finally released right. last week. Um, the Rise so of Skywalker. When you listen to this podcast, it's old. It's definitely old. Old news. <laughs> That's we what we're still, about. We still felt the yeah. Well, we still felt the need to at least touch on it. Yeah, a we have to bit. address it. We have to at least just a little it's a bit. Large blunder on our part. Yes, it's fine. We accept it. So it is now time for trailer trash. Trailer trash. Mm. Uh, episode nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. First of all, what a title! It's yeah. such a loaded title. It's a very loaded title. I saw a lot of pushback on it. Really? Initially, yeah. When hmm. uh, people first saw it. Um, why? I don't. It's it's weird. It's weird. Um, some people are saying it sounded too like too much like a a video game title or something. You know, like it, it didn't have the the uh, the the grandiose nature of the Force Awakens or something like that. You know, mm, I disagree with that. I yeah, I think it's fine. I mean, it's it's the end of the series. It was well, not the end of the well, it's the end of the Skywalker saga. It's the end of the Skywalker yeah. story of nine films that started in the 70s. Nine films. It's the end and yet the last film is called The Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. which like, is to led me, to that a lot. makes me think a lot that's that's huge There's in my been opinion. yeah, there's been a lot of co- the conversation about what that means exactly right because you know at i mean spoilers for uh spoilers Last Jedi. for episode eight right if you haven't seen it i'll i'll uh, uh, go fuck yourself it's first. on yeah it's on it, it's, it, on, it's netflix. on netflix it's on yeah, netflix right it's now. on netflix yeah, it's yeah. streaming it's a star wars film and it's streaming guys 2019 right just watch it it's fine um spoilers incoming three two one Go so uh, around the the end of the Last Jedi, it was uh, unveiled that apparently Ray, her past, it wasn't this, you know, this convoluted story of, you know, her being uh, descendant of 
of Luke or anyone else really. She was literally just what she automatic like what she originally assumed she was, which is a nobody. Yeah. Um, Kylo Ren told her to her face, said, "You're you're nobody. Mm-hmm. You come from nothing. Your family was nothing. They just abandoned you." Mm-hmm. You know, you you're not like a queen or anything, as as we were kind of expecting in that movie. So a slap in the face to her as a character and the fan base who thought that she was like Luke's daughter. Or yeah, something. you know that was the assumption. But now moving into this film with the title, that alludes to the idea that either okay, I've heard a couple of theories here. I know we're going away from the trailer a little bit yeah. into theory, but. Here goes anyway. I love a good fan theory. Right. So the fan theory here is that r- the rise of Skywalker could mean that um, Ray will be unveiled as actually being Luke's daughter. Yeah. And her having her her rise to power and you know whatever. Rise, rise, Skywalker. And um, the other theory, and it you know kind of can work together, is that. Um, the Skywalkers um, I guess actually because people don't know <laughs> like the, the the wide span of people in this universe don't know that Darth Vader in the end turned and became good uh, killed the Emperor right mm. only Luke saw that yeah but you don't think that he spread that story he did but he's one guy so yeah. and he went to hiding yeah. After you know what happened with the the Jedi that he was trying to teach uh, went down, yeah. So the the vast majority of people don't know that Darth Vader, this this hero of the Empire, turned at the end. So the other idea here is that it's going to be unveiled that uh, Darth Vader did turn eventually and became good, and. That is going to lead to uh, Kylo Ren's turn as well, because he idolizes uh, Darth Vader. Yeah, which is his grandfather. So I mean, well, so what? The theory is that Kylo Ren doesn't know that Vader turned. Yeah. Oh no, he doesn't know. He wants to be Vader. Yeah, I guess he doesn't know. Does no? He? Nobody I guess knows. They don't really explore that. Nobody knows. Nobody knows except for the people who are there. Which is Luke Skywalker. Just seems and, like a weird thing for Luke to leave out telling a bunch of Jedi's in training, like, hey, even if you go to the the murkiest part of right. the dark side, you can still come back to the light. Yeah. But my father did it. What you have to remind me, because I haven't seen The Last Jedi in a while. What happened to the people who he was training? Did they die? Uh I forget. Huh. What did happen? I thought they died, and the only one that survived was Kylo, because he thought that Luke was going to kill him, and that was the end of it, and he's like, I'm not going to train anyone ever again. I'm going to go hide in this planet and drink breast milk. Well, something <laughs> something definitely happened to them. That's why there's no other... Yeah, just, I remember that temple like collapsing yeah. as Kylo escaped, so I thought that maybe they all maybe died. Kylo destroyed it? Yeah. I don't remember. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to look up the plot right now. That's yeah, right. to be honest, guys, like we weren't huge fans of uh, the Last Jedi. Yeah, I, you know, I thought it was okay. I thought it was better than what most people thought. But yeah, no, still I, not I don't think great. it's. I don't think it's garbage. I think it's all right. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I definitely don't subscribe to the worst film in the series mm-hmm. talk and the. Uh, 
No, that's absolute bullshit. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's not that great. It's, it's not great. It's not great. Um, but anyway, yeah, so, so what you're saying is let's, let's just say for arguments sake that they're all dead. Right. No one can carry on that story. Yeah. So, so the only people that would know, but he still would have told Kylo. He should have. Yeah, he should have. But maybe he didn't. And his dad would have told him. Well, that's, he that's, has to know. That's what I was going to say was that I would expect Luke to at least tell Leia and Han and Chewie and, you know, all of his close they, friends. Yeah, they know. Yeah. I would hope that they would know that. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> a, a, especially his sister. Yeah. You know, like. Like, dad, this is what dad did at dad the end. Dad did this at the very end. Right. Why wouldn't she share that with Kylo? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Know. Makes There's no sense. There's too many people in his life who have to know for him to not know. I mean, they can't reveal in the ninth one, like, oh, he didn't know this whole time. But Darth Vader. Uh, so here's the thing, maybe, and this is a stretch because I don't remember them ever, ever addressing this in the actual narrative. Maybe he was seduced by the dark side enough to not believe Luke's story because he's just one guy. Yeah. And he's on obviously the rebel side. Yeah. Um, the resistance now, I guess they're calling them. Um, so. Maybe he just he was like, No, I don't I don't subscribe to that. I don't think he did do that. I think you're saying that because you want me to follow you. Yeah, I could see that. You know? But he would I mean, he would have told him before he even turned, you would think. Yeah. Yeah. But I I, I mean that's but then once he turns, he's like, Once oh, he turns, it's like fuck you're that lying. story. Yeah. You're just an How old man. How can I believe anything you've said? Exactly. And that's what I'm thinking. Tried to kill me. You could you could say that's what happened. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, definitely Definitely get your reach on a little bit. Yeah, I think. a little bit. But anyway, so the, the 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 grand fan theory here is that in the end, Ray will have a turn. Uh, uh, it's kind of skipping ahead in the trailer, but there's me. there's the Emperor, the Emperor from the original trilogy. Yes, uh, his, Palpatine. Yeah, Palpatine. Uh, you hear his laugh at the end. <laughs> Wait, no, that's that's Green Goblin. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. Spider-Man. 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 Uh, so there's a theory that he's going to turn and just like his grandfather become good in the end. After, and kill Palpatine again? I guess. Kill uh, the ghost of Palpatine? He's going to hear the story. <laughs> no! <laughs> like a Scooby-Doo character. <laughs> silly. Star Wars is silly. So silly. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, the the theory is that in the end, Kylo will turn good. Uh, and what will happen is Rey and Kylo will start the Jedi anew, but not called the Jedi because the last Jedi was the last movie, right? Right. So instead, they're going to leave that legacy behind, as as uh, Kylo alluded to in in the last movie, where he said, "Let's end all this. Yeah. Why don't we just forget about it all? You know, like it, this has nothing to do with us anymore. Let's mm-hmm. let it go, um, and start this new thing called the Skywalkers, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the new term for the Jedi, essentially, the light side of." this entire universe mm. and it's going to be a new birth of uh you know what the jedi were at one point interesting it's going to be the, everybody who subscribes to that uh religion and thought and stuff yeah, like that will be skywalker. called they will be skywalker mm. right that's interesting and that will be the rise of skywalker you <clears> see <throat> mm. 
Mm. That's very, I would say that's interesting, thought-provoking, and too ambitious Mm. for them to do, given their (laughs) track record. Okay. I mean, I love J.J., but, I mean, you'd never accuse J.J. of being somebody who... uh, thought outside the box mm-hmm. no offense but yeah his stuff has been pretty run-of-the-mill he's not, fan service he's not super ambitious no he's a i think he's an incredible filmmaker but safe very safe but he he's, makes he's safe he's, movies he makes safe solid movies yes all of his movies i i can't i i don't think any of his he's i don't think he's ever made a bad movie no not, none They've that i can all think been of. solid to good to great films mm-hmm. But none of them have ever taken a risk, and I think mm-hmm. like it's such a huge risk. Well, the closest he's ever gotten is Cloverfield, maybe. You know? Yeah. And even that, I mean, was he the writer director on that? I thought he was, but maybe not. I think he may have just been producer. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's been so long. Um, Too bad we can't look it up. Yeah. I mean, ugh. Ugh, yikes. But yeah, like he had, um, I think his first major motion picture was Mission Impossible 3. Yeah. Which and was. And again, great film. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. It, I mean, what he does with the villain, obviously. Oh. I mean, the film would be nothing without Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, the original Cloverfield, he he only produced it. He didn't write it okay. or direct it. Who was the director on that? Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. I don't know what of, he went on to. Um, he made Felicity. Um, mm. He's doing The Batman, which is coming out in 2021, apparently. Oh, that's the that's the standalone. That's the new Batman without Batman. Ben Affleck. Right. Interesting. Sure. Okay. Um, oh, he's done. He's done some good shit. Mm. He did the uh, Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah those were great. So he's actually. Um, that's a good track record. Yeah, this then. dude. Yeah, this dude's legit. Cool. Yeah, this dude's legit. He's made some really, really good films. Actually, mm. War of the Planet of the Apes. War of the Planet of the. I just like fucking War of the Um, Ten Cloverfield Lane. He did the. He directed that spinoff. Um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Let Me In. Cloverfield. And then a lot of like mid '90s stuff. Mm. That's not not as great. Well, I I'm sure he just like JJ started in TV. You said Felicity. Yeah, he did Felicity. Yeah, so, so he started in TV and then moved on to like some pretty some good films. So like yeah, mm-hmm. Matt Reeves. Okay, tip okay. the hat. Okay, my guy. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Anyway, so back to the trailer at hand. Yes, yes. Let's get back to the trailer trash. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer itself. I mean, you know, it's a teaser. Not revealing too much other than, you know, the Palpatine laugh was a big thing mm-hmm. that got, you know, that got you, that'll get your juices flowing. Yeah. Um, it you opens, see all the major players. It opens with um, Ray on like a desert planet. Yeah. Getting and, her lightsaber on. Yep. And uh, Kylo coming in with his starfighter. Mm-hmm. And she has a cool slow-mo. So we don't know if this over. is like um, a scene in the film. Maybe it's a, a uh, mood piece. Yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe it's like a, a, a hallucination or a dream or something. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Yeah. But it looks like JJ's taken over. He's taken back the helm. And it looks, uh, I mean, I'm into it. Yeah. I'm fucking into it. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we see Lando. 
We get to see Lando. We see old Lando. Fucking Billy D. Williams, man. Still Ugh. going strong. Laughing. You gotta love it. Having a good time. You gotta love it. It's fantastic. Uh, let me think. I think that was it. I think those are the two... Uh, I mean, the two big reveals. We get some Lando. Get mm-hmm. some Palpatine. Yeah. We get JJ, so you know we're getting some fan service. Yeah. We, uh... Yeah, I mean, pff, the, the end before the, uh... Palpatine laugh is all fan service. That's that's the remnants of the the second Death Star. Mm-hmm. They're saying, oh, okay. So that's why that's why that fan theory came out originally was that for, somehow they're going to find evidence of Darth Vader turning in that Death Star. Uh. You know, those are the remnants of it that landed on a planet. So you know, you, we see the team walking up to the edge of a a precipice there, looking at this giant just little little pe- little shard of the the second death star yeah. that landed on a I mean planet. the se- the second death star wasn't even halfway done right in you know in the original in, yeah. in uh what return of the jedi mm-hmm. so that's it's i you know fuck it <clears throat> i'm into it yeah i'm i'm ready for jj to take us on another ride yeah you know i was i was confident in ryan johnson and you know Fair play to him. He tried. He tried to do something interesting with it, and I think, I think his mistake was. I think he asked a lot of the audience, maybe a little too much. I think he bit off a little more than he could chew. Well, it's, it's or, you know what? Let me rephrase. Not a little more than he could chew. A little more than we could chew as an audience. No, but that's the thing. There's so much, and I I haven't watched the film, you know, top to back in a long time. Mm. But I started rewatching. I saw the first maybe. 45 minutes of it mm. there there are specific moments in that film that i look at and i go wrong wrong <laughs> wrong yeah wrong that just immediately read bad they yeah. read poorly and they're not paced well and there's humor in there that just doesn't work and feels out of place yeah and certain scenes that just don't feel right well there's just some things that just don't just flat out don't make sense Right. I mean, the 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 one thing that like drove me crazy, it still drives me crazy, is the the whole plot about why you know she wouldn't just tell Poe about the plan. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that whole thing that creates this entire. It's the catalyst to like the entire subplot, mm-hmm. honestly, with uh with uh Finn and um homegirl. I forgot her name. Like that's the catalyst to that. If she just mm-hmm. tells Poe the plan. You know, and he and he goes in, and Finn's like, "We got to go do this thing." And Poe just walks in and says, "Guys, don't worry about it. We right. got it handled. Got it handled. This Fine. is what we're gonna do." Boom! That yeah. entire the casino subplot, all of that God. shit, just don't need any of it. Right? He doesn't need to leave the ship because we got to figure it out. If she just tells her subordinate the plan, yeah, and she doesn't out of like pride yeah. or teaching him some kind of lesson, which or which, something, which is. Stupid. 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 Doesn't make any sense. She's supposed to be... I forget her name. What's her name? The actress or the character? The character. Either way, I don't remember either one. Okay. So I don't know why I specified. <laughs> I was going to say, do you, do you know? Um, <laughs> I, I've seen the actress in a lot of... She's been a ton of shit. Yeah, she was in Jurassic Park. That she was, yeah. Oh, what's she her was. name? I don't know. She was in Twin Peaks as well. It's crazy. Let's see if we the internet can tell us. Oh, man. Beep, internet. Boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Internet, help us. The... Last Jedi. 
Why'd the you last, say that like E.T.? The last, the last Jedi. The last Jedi. The last Jedi. Um, but anyway, yeah, just, just a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of bullshit, basically. Yeah. Where it's just like, you know, uh, he, he, he took a lot of Laura Dern. Laura Dern. How could I forget? Who plays, What was her character name? Yeah. Um... It's like Admiral something or other. I don't know. I clicked on it and it's like, nah, go fuck yourself, dog. My my point with her is that like, why introduce her now? Well, yeah, I mean. When she's just going to die mm-hmm. in the same film and not give us enough time to really care. Yeah, yeah. We definitely don't have enough time to give a shit about her. I don't give a shit about her. She just doesn't do enough. Like, where we're supposed to, like, um, feel a type of way. Like, she just, I mean, eh, when they, when uh, she's, she's not even really presented as, like, uh, um, like a sympathetic character until she dies. Like, up until that point, you're like, fuck this lady. Yeah. Um, Amelyn Holdo. Holdo. That's her name. Right. Vice Admiral Amelyn Holdo. Yeah. So it's cool. You have like a, you know, tough female commander, but it's like, I don't know. It just felt so cookie cutter and like place filling. Cause it was dude. That's the problem. It was, it doesn't feel like that. It is like that. Yeah. You felt that because that's what it is. Like it wasn't, you know, we want to give these, we want to give Ryan Johnson the benefit of the doubt. And these writers, the benefit of the doubt that they like, they thought outside the box because it was like interesting and mm-hmm. like, ooh, I haven't seen that in a Star Wars film before. But at the end of the day, she was just a run-of-the-mill character, a trope mm-hmm. that was put in place so that they could move this subplot along, so right. that twenty minutes of the film could be put in there just to to to, to eat up some time. You know, honestly, she just felt like a replacement Leia. Yeah. That's they, it. That's they, all she was. Leia could have done everything that she did. And and I guarantee you that that's probably what the plan was originally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because I, like now that you say that, let's I mean thinking about it honestly, that's probably exactly why she was there. Yeah, she sacrifices herself heroically. Yeah. There's if, actual gravitas to it. If Carrie Fisher it. was still alive, she could have died in the way that Haldo did. Right. And we wouldn't be like, you killed her, but she's actually dead. Yeah. You can't do that. Right. So that's exactly why she was there. Yeah. Like Carrie Fisher's going to be in episode nine. I know. I know. Using what footage? How much did she film? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, apparently, that's the thing. They've, they've stuck to the story that that was the original plan, that she was going to be in episode nine the entire time. But I don't really buy that. I don't, I don't know. Buy that. I don't know. I don't, I don't buy that. You telling me that Carrie Fisher was going to make it all the way to episode nine? You kill off fucking Luke Skywalker and Han. I'm solo. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah, I mean, imagine if imagine if Leia died in the way that what's her Holdo. Holdo. Yeah, Holdo. Hold solo. Hold solo. Imagine if that was her finale. It's epic. Yeah, that's a good way to go out. It's great. You know, she goes out as a, well. We wouldn't even have needed to sympathize with her. We definitely would have. Yeah, been we like, already oh, have God. that. I would have cried probably. Yeah, we already have that. We have that 
based on the entire rest of the series. Whereas with Haldo, we get her being very strict in the beginning. She's introduced as a bitch. Yeah. I didn't want to use that word. She's a bitch. Okay. Okay. I'll use it. All right. I'll take the brunt of that. She's a fucking bitch. Okay. But yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why wouldn't she just tell him? It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. I'll never let it go. I'll die on this shield. Yeah. I agree with you. But anyway, right. let's let's move on. Yes. So let's, <laughs> let's just move on. Okay, we're gonna talk about. We could talk Star Wars fan forever. Theories. So the tra- the teaser. Thanks, trailer, Vanessa. Teaser trailer, trash, not trash. What do you think? Not trash. It was good. I agree. Not yeah. trash. It was a very good trailer. So they got me excited again. You know, you get you get freaked out by some stuff, and you're like, you know, I don't know where they're going with this, mm-hmm. but uh, they did their thing with this. They did their thing. They did their they thing. Did the, yeah, did the did the thing. thing. They did the goddamn thing. They did the goddamn thing. So, <laughs> there you go. We did it, okay? We uh, trailer did trash, it. and we promise any other trailer trash segments that we do, we will do the research to make sure that <laughs> any relevant trailers that come out, we will be we'll get sure yeah. to touch on them, okay? Excluding this episode. <laughs> I don't think anything no, relevant has come I don't out. Think Nothing crazy has come uh, out. Well, we have one <clears throat> very big movie coming out soon. What's that? Uh, Avengers Endgame. Yes, yes. But we've <laughs> talked about we've talked about the tra- we've seen the trailers. Uh-huh. We didn't watch the last one because at this point it's like we don't. Why need to bother? See. Yeah. Why bother? But yeah. but it is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Like okay. And Endgame is already at a point where it's gonna bake it's gonna break every box office record. It's already breaking it, it broke every pre sale record. Yeah. Excuse me. We're gonna have to sit against the wall. <laughs> I hate sitting against the wall. At least we found two seats together. But we did get two seats, so we can hold hands. Hold hands, yeah. Cry together. Cry and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> the initial reactions to the movie have been some would say positive. Yeah. You know, others would say epic. Mm-hmm. Some would say, you know, heart-wrenchingly beautiful. <laughs> you know, uh, a great climax to the MCU. You know, things like that. Yeah, little things like that. Little little stuff like right. that. So let's just say the initial reviews for this movie um, are pretty fucking... Yeah, pretty, pretty glowing. Positive, yeah. Pretty glowing. I think it has a 98%. Yeah. Or 90, was it 96 <laughs> That doesn't. That wouldn't surprise it me. Was, uh, it's got to ti- be high nineties. It was tied with Black Panther last I saw. Black Panther. I think Black Panther had a ninety-eight. I mean, it, you know, people come in with their late reviews later on, and they're like, "Ah, this movie sucks. This was awful." And you're like, "Ah, oh, cool. You're gonna be one of those guys." Well, that's the thing with Rotten Tomatoes. Like, even if they're kind of lukewarm, if they decide that overall is positive, they'll give it the the fresh tomato. Yeah, well, Rotten Tomatoes isn't perfect, and I don't. As much as it is interesting to see movies using Rotten Tomatoes as part of their um, PR campaign, mm-hmm. um, I don't like to see it because I appreciate what Rotten Tomatoes does mm-hmm. as a website and as an aggregate. Like, you know, more power to them, and it's awesome that they have like a fucking team of people putting those reviews together. Or yeah, putting that number together from all those reviews, like scouring the internet for these reviews. But mm. at the same time, it really is kind of falls down to you, this person read the review and was like, eh, seemed favorable to me, and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's like I've read 
reviews that were supposed to be unfavorable or uh-huh. favorable, and they've always been like just kind of lukewarm. Well, you see, that's not how it really works because what they do is they ask the reviewer, would you give this a favorable or unfavorable at the end? And they decide. Well, the reviewer decides. I And I, you know, if that's the case, which I believe you, you say it, I'm not going to call you a liar, liar. Thank you. Um, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to what they're saying, but it doesn't make, it seems like sometimes the reviewers don't even remember what they wrote. Mm. I know there have been times where I'm like, this seems like a pretty positive review in my eyes. Right. Yeah, they said some shit about this, that, and the other thing, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like, you know, this review isn't that bad. I don't understand why this right. was unfavorable. Like, well, those are just bad reviews then. Like, if they meant to underline those negative aspects more than they did in the full write-up, then they should have. Well, then why are they top critics? Mm-hmm. Because they write for the New York Times. Yeah, probably. L.A. Times. The Daily News. The Gazette. Pick a Gazette. Pick a Gazette. Yeah. Any Gazette. Oh, fuck. This chair is hurting my ass. Yeah, same. Got to get better chairs. Yeah, we do need better chairs. If anybody wants to send us better chairs, (laughs) (laughs) you're more than welcome. Yeah. So, you know, Avengers Endgame, there's so many theories that can get thrown around. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, I haven't even really thought about it just because predicting what's going to happen is fun. Being surprised is more fun. Yeah. And I'd like to just go in with the freshest eyes that I can. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really thought about like predictions. I haven't really thought about like what I think is going to happen. I think obviously like a lot of characters are going to get it. Yeah, I just wonder what they're gonna do. Well, how like this is tough because there were some there were some people speculating that they're gonna do something a little bit like the leftovers, which is an HBO show you should have watched already because I've been telling you about it for literally years. You've now. talked about it on the podcast a um, lot. Yeah. So in the leftovers, uh, okay. I guess I can't spoil the leftovers. <laughs> anyway, um, basically, uh, just like the Thanos snap, a bunch of people disappear. Well, I know the premise of this. Yeah, show. the mystery is people don't know where people went. Yeah. Right? So there's a theory that what happens in Endgame is that the split happens, but it's it's more of a split of like the multiverse. That kind of that kind of makes another multiverse mm. where the people who survived are in one world and the people who didn't, who got disintegrated are in another one Hmm. living, you know, they just reappear in the same place Interesting. in a different world where they're only there together, Mm. you know? I don't like that. Yeah. So there's that thought. There's the other one where, uh, you know, obviously the one that's been speculated forever is that they're in that phantom zone or whatever. And Ant-Man is going to help them get into there. And that's what the suits are about. The white suits that yeah. we all saw is going into that zone. Yeah. Not going into space. Right. And they're going to go in there and that's where they're going to find them in the stone. And they'll be able to pull everybody out of that stone because they didn't really die. They disintegrated. So their souls are still in that soul yeah, I don't like that and they'll be resurrected. I, want, I just want them dead. They're not going to be dead. I want them dead. Well, I understand that they're not going to stay dead, but yeah. I want the consequence 
of what he did to be mm-hmm. that they're dead. Well, the only other option is that they go back in time. That's what I want. Yeah. I'd prefer that. Well, I prefer time travel. That's what the time stone's for. Right? Exactly. I'm okay with that. I want. That's what I want. If, if you're going to cop out anyway, then I'd prefer that to be the cop out mm-hmm. than them to be just floating in the ether somewhere or in another dimension just like, ah, we're, you know, whatever. We're fine. We're not dead. Like, I want there to be dire consequences at least for the first hour because it's a three-hour fucking movie at least for the first hour let me live in a world where there was dire consequences to what he did Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying well there's um uh from the reviews i've read even from the harshest reviews they say that the first two hours is a lot and then the last hour even the harshest review i've read on it that call, that calls it kind of a, a mess yeah. of a film. Say that says that the last hour is just everything you want. Yeah, it's it's a, a epic, incredible finale to everything. Mm. So, um, you know, I feel like that's probably the route they're going to go. Is like the the first hour or two is going to be all we're living in this world where everything is dire and dark and bleak and. You know, all these people are gone. Good. And, and it's the world trying to deal with that fact. Good. That everybody's gone. Let them be dead. And then it, I, I would assume that the next hour is going to be them trying to figure out what they're going to do, how they're going to fix this. Yeah. And then that final hour is going to be them executing that. Right. So that's my prediction. I'm I know it's pretty that. vague, but, you know, I figure that's, that's probably about how the movie's going to flow. Well, yeah. I mean, by the, this will come out Thursday, Thursday night showings. Yeah. You know, by the time people like really digest this, they will have seen it. Yeah. And by the time that we record again, right. we will have seen it. Yeah. We're going to watch it on Saturday morning and we're going to record a special episode. Yeah. Uh, right after the showing. Yeah. So, so you'll get that. You'll get that by the probably weekend. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So. Yeah. We won't have to speculate for too much longer. Right. Which is exciting. Very exciting. Very excited. Fucking. Whoa. Uh, don't drink anything while you're in the theater. Right. It's yeah. a long film. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've sat through three hour films before. I know. I have to. I don't know why everybody's freaking out. Like they haven't seen Lord of the Rings before. Yeah. Like in three hours. Dude, three hours is not that long. If you really. <coughs> I mean, sitting in a chair for three hours. That sucks. Yeah. But it's like a, a short road trip. Like three. Like. You've driven from here to Miami without taking a piss, haven't you? Yeah. You know, like, let's relax. You'll be okay. Three hours, I mean, there's films that are longer than that. Yeah. Everybody's making a bill. Oh, it's the longest film in the MCU. It's not the longest film of all time. No, absolutely not. Not even close. Yeah. It's, so we're, we were built for this. Show the fuck out. I think it's for those people that get like the jumbo size, you know, uh, Dr. Peppers. Yeah, that's on y'all. Y'all want to spend $20 on a drink? That's then you deserve to miss you know five to ten minutes of the film because you yeah. needed to take a piss. That's on you, dude. Yeah. I will say we're going in the morning, right? right. Like eleven. Eleven, yeah. You gotta eat something. Yeah. You can't like wake up. No, no, no. And then like not eat, and then three hour film. Right. So, like short breakfast, like stop at Wawa on the way. <laughs> like we're going on a road trip. Oh god. Pretty much. Just Same no thing. coffee. No coffee, no coffee. No coffee will go right through you. Yeah. All right, so can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to share with you guys. Can't wait to talk about it. Should be fun. Should be fun. Uh, let's see. What do you think? 
Jams, jams, jams. We got some. Yeah, let's get some jams in. Let's, let's fucking jam, jam, let's get a little jam. jammy. Yeah, guys, um, we've done this segment before. Jam, jam, jam. Um, this is Jam Jam Jams. We sit here and we give you guys our recommendations and what we've been listening to for the week. See if you guys want to listen to it. See if you guys dig it. Get your opinions on it, whatnot. So this is Jams. Jams, Jams, Jams. You've got a couple that you wanted to share mm-hmm. with the class. Yes. So whenever you're ready, my friend. Alrighty then. Well, I'm actually gonna share my second one that I put in there first. Uh, so what's his name? Quelle. Quelle Chris. Quelle Chris. That's right. Quelle Chris out of Detroit. Yeah. A hip hopper, if you will. One of those hip hop guys. Yeah. Um, he came out. I think it was last year. Uh, with an album with Jean Grey. He's a veteran female rapper. Jean Grey's dope. Yeah. Um, and that album was good, and I gave it a listen. I liked it. <clears throat> um, but this next album that came out this year called Guns um, features just Quelle Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's more highly focused and a bit more cohesive than that other album was, mm-hmm. uh, which I think was called Everything's Fine. Uh, but anyway, uh, this album Guns, uh, I think is really, really solid hip hop. And if you're a fan of hip hop, fan of introspective but still kind of off the wall mf doom style but mixed with a little bit of uh, kendrick lamar maybe Um, everything's fine you're right yeah um give it a listen uh because i i wasn't really this wasn't really on my radar and i gave it a chance and i actually came out of it really liking it uh there's obviously a lot of allusions to gun violence in it and I feel like it has it's it's not really a concept album, but I feel like it has a general theme to it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, highly recommend it, especially if you're a hip hop fan, especially if you like something that's a little bit more conscious, but also um, pretty unique sound. Yeah, and and not gun violence in the typical way. No. Gun violence and guns f- uh, from a thematic standpoint. Yeah. So. A bit more thoughtful. Yeah. Than a, a normal. It's not like a gangster rap album. Yeah. Um, Definitely so, wouldn't be confused with that. No, absolutely not. So I really like that bit of a breath of fresh air of a, of a new hip hop album. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, uh, in a completely different direction, is from a band I actually hadn't heard of before called Pup P U P, all caps like MF Doom. Um, all caps when you spell the man's name. Thank you. Uh, this album is called Morbid Stuff. Morbid Sturf. Uh I got onto this album randomly, actually. I think it was from Spotify. Yeah. I just saw it randomly pop up as like a new listen. So I gave it a go, and immediately I was turned off by the vocals. <laughs> and I was like, this sounds like Blink-182. Mm. I don't like this whiny voice. Uh but then I I gave it a second. I came back to it. I listened to the lyrics. I listened to the, the, you know, I got into the zone of listening to pop punk again, you know? Yeah. Such a good album. It, top to bottom. Really? Great. Really, really good. The, the, the songs, like the lyrics themselves alone are enough of a listen for this album. Yeah. Uh, the themes, it's about depression and morbid stuff as he says you know it's, it's, it's like 
I find myself relating a lot to the the lyrics of this music, and also I, I it's not music I generally uh, gravitate towards, but that was all surpassed by uh, uh, the honesty within the music itself, mm-hmm. you know. And then I, I got into the zone of it, and there's a lot of like power power pop in there too, and it's almost a little. Um, Mm, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a a, a contemporary, um, a little like old Weezer mm. in some parts, um, just like really hard riffs, but then with this kind of uh, romantic romanticism within the lyrics and like talking about relationships and. Um, you know, mental issues and all this, uh, this very open book. It's not like an emo album, but yeah. there's, there's lots of uh, honesty within it. Yeah. And the sound of it, I eventually, I, I became acclimated to it. And I, I really, I've been listening to it basically nonstop since I started. Uh, so I highly recommend it. Even if it's not your cup of tea, give it a shot. You may not like it if it's, if you're not used to it on first glance, but, Trust me, give it another listen, let it kind of seep in, and you may come out surprised by it. I really enjoy it. Pretty high praise. Yeah. Pretty high praise. Yep. Uh, the, the album that I would recommend to you, ladies and gentlemen, is Lizzo's third studio album, first major label album, Because mm. I Love You. It is, and I'm going to do... I'm going to do a review on it okay. on my Instagram for one minute review. If you guys are on my Instagram, one minute reviews, you know what it is, but this is the extended version of what you're going to hear <laughs> at some point on my Instagram. It is, <clears throat> I mean, it's just this jubilant, um, like super positive, expressive, charismatic, uh, I, I it's she's so and and i i I haven't listened to like the stuff before this so i don't know like the evolution of her Mm. sound and like um uh uh, thematically what 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 she was delving into Mm. i can tell you from this it it sounds like an artist fully aware of who they are fully aware of like how they want to present themselves and where they want to go with their artistry and you know it's very body positive very sex positive it's just a really positive record man it's mm-hmm. just like from the start of it you're just like oh oh i'm into this uh-huh. like it's it's happy you're like it just makes you feel you know it just makes you feel good like she right. has a way of just making you feel good about yourself i think i could use some of that yeah honestly <laughs> fucking listen to this record man like it just makes you feel like it puts you in a good mood she is she's a great vocalist great rapper multi-instrumentalist she i mean it's just i mean it's a really 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 good album yeah like she uh she definitely and so on the one hand i understand why she's she caused a little bit of controversy Mm -hmm. on twitter Mm -hmm. because she was upset that um she basically she just tweeted like don't fucking you know if you don't if you don't make music yourself don't review my record Mm mm-hmm which is stupid. Yeah, it's a dumb take. It's really dumb. Only take. directors can review films. Yeah, it just that doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's not a it's not a good take. But I understand why she's frustrated because like 
um, she's just sitting back, just rolling in critical acclaim. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying the same shit that it's an incredible album. Yeah. And then you know, Pitchfork turns around and they're like, "Eh, it was I." She, I mean, but come on, it's Pitchfork. Yeah. You gotta you, know. You, you gotta just, go in there knowing that they're gonna do that. Exactly. You just have to take it with a grain of salt. Like it's it's Pitchfork. Right. Like they're gonna either they're gonna jump on board or they're gonna be contrary and mm-hmm. they just there's no. You you never know. Right. They're going to turn around and they gave it a 6.5 out of 10. It's way better than that. Yeah. If I would work for Pitchfork, I'd probably give it, I'd give it best new music, mm-hmm. 8.5 or an 8. Yeah, I was going to say the best that you can usually hope for in Pitchfork is like an 8.2. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd give it an 8 to an 8.5 probably. 8. I'd give it an 8. Yeah. It's 11 tracks. There's a couple of songs that I could do without. The Missy Elliott feature Although I love Missy Elliott to death, um, the song's not that great. Mm. And then there's one song towards the end of the record that's like, eh, could have done without. Then she ends with this song, I think it's called Lingerie. She Mm -hmm. crushes it again. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, there's a dip towards the end that kind of brings the record down. Mm -hmm. That's what I think brings it down to an eight. If I was working working for Pitchfork, which I'm not. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't want to unless they paid me a large sum of money. <laughs> then I would be a contrarian if they R- needed Writers anything. don't make money. It's fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Believe me, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, That's uh, this is the album with the, like, naked portrait of the, yes. the bigger girl. Well, she is the bigger girl. Yeah. <laughs> but that's but what's yeah. been catching all the headlines. Yes, and, you yes, know, that's that's what's drawing a lot of eyes and stuff. Is right. is um, yeah? Because I remember I, I saw a tweet of her saying like, "I finally made the album cover or whatever." Yeah, you know, like kind of praising that this is finally the album cover. Yeah, so. and to be honest with you, I was like, uh, I saw I saw that album cover on a lot of stuff, and I was like, not that I had any problem with the cover, but it just seemed like, a, okay, here we go. It's one of these fucking records, mm. and. Honestly, it is one of those kinds of records, mm. but it's just so it's good. good. It's mm-hmm. just so good. Yeah. And see, and that's what I appreciate about like there's a level to um there's a level to everything that like the where we're trying to go in society right now. There's a level to all of that. PC culture, um body positivity, yeah. sex positivity, gender positivity, all these things. Right. Like there's levels to it. Like Obviously, people who have common sense and who aren't hateful want you to be able to be whoever you want to be in this yeah. world. The doesn't problem hurt, doesn't hurt anybody. Right. Why, why would it bother you? The problem that most people have is like when it gets to an extreme level or when people feel like you're forcing it on them. Mm-hmm. This record just feels like to me a natural like it's it feels like a sigh of relief. She's she's just like. I have finally gotten to a point where I am who I am. I am beautiful in this body. You're going to appreciate this or somebody else will because mm-hmm. I love myself. You can't tell me otherwise. Right. I don't give a shit about your opinion. Mm. If you're not going to love me, I'm going to find somebody who is. And it's a beautiful sentiment, but it's not It's not pushed down your throat. Mm-hmm. It's just accepted yeah it's just because her, her saying what she's feeling yeah it's not saying you need to feel this way right exactly right. and and it's very um, um inspirational for people who need to hear that kind of thing yeah so it's a great record good give it a listen sometime yes oh <sighs> i think that's about i it. think we did it yeah I think that's about it 
All right, guys. Before we get out of here, you know we got to review this beer. So, let's uh, let's let's give them a short version. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh um the 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 uh, the pernicious wicked weed from Wicked Weed. It's the IPA, seven point four ABV. Mm-hmm. Um, Obi, what'd you think? I like this a lot. Actually, I uh, was surprised. Yeah, it's very solid IPA. It doesn't do anything frilly with it. Uh, you know, traditional IPA flavor. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, kind of getting to the point. I mean, I'm gonna give it a uh, 4.5. 4.5. All right, yeah. I appreciate that. Very solid. Uh, I agree. I thought it was they. You know, it wasn't um, wasn't too crazy, but it definitely. It tastes good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have another one as soon as we turn this mm-hmm. off. Um, I would give it a four. Solid four. It's very good. Um, Fucking pitchfork. I'm just saying, didn't exceed expectations. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. So, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. I think okay. If you've listened to it enough, listened to this podcast enough, you get it. Four for me. You get what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. All right. All right. I think we got it. Yeah, I think we got it. All right. I know we got it. This has been the One Baron Podcast. For myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. And always, always, always have yourself a beautiful evening. We love you. Mm-hmm.